BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Chicago Bulls are heading into training camp with their roster pretty much set. But we do have a couple of position battles and rotation battles in training camp that we can figure out. We're going to talk about those position battles and how they could come up. We're also going to talk about the possibility of the Chicago Bulls being able to move Lonzo Ball's contract, which I once thought would be an impossibility. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can more importantly follow the channel at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. Make sure you guys also check out the rest of the Chi-Town Sports Central Network family of shows uh, that... All the links are down in the description. We get, we cover the White Sox, the Cubs, the Blackhawks, everything, the Bears, the Chicago Sky. Every single Chicago team is represented. Uh, we're working on getting a fire show out. So if you're a fan of the Chicago Fire and want to start a podcast, go ahead and hit us up. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the roster. And, you know, on yesterday's episode, I've kind of talked about how I would like to see the offense kind of adapt a new play style to kind of better fit what we have now here on this roster. And it's something I've really been calling for for a couple of years now with this roster. Just a little bit, a few tweaks to the offensive side of the ball. Make sure you guys go and check out that video if you're interested in hearing that. But we want to talk about some of the position battles that we have coming into training camp. Well, we don't have a lot. Our lineup and rotations are pretty much set, at least on paper. But we do have a couple of of battles that we that we can expect. Now, we have probably front runners for those starting positions. But we're going to talk about them a little bit here. And we're going to start off right at the one, and that is the point guard position. Now, while I have been pretty sure and confident that Javon Carter is going to end up being the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls team, it, it's not as clear-cut. And much like last season, which we came into uh, preseason, and Billy Donovan really let the play in preseason dictate who won that starting point guard position, we could have a similar battle this season. Now, you know, a lot of people like me expect Javon Carter to be that starting point guard. You also have the Bulls fans that want to see Kobe White get another shot to be that starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls. And I will say this, he's probably more equipped and adapt to be that than what he was at any point of his career, even when he was our starting point guard, with the growth that he's had in things outside of scoring in the game. But then you also have potentially Alice Caruso to make a, his case for, for that starting position as well. Now, I'm leaving Ayo DeSumo off that list currently right now because I just don't think with the play that Ayo DeSumo had that he's going to he's gonna re- really have a chance to earn that starting point guard role. Again, I think 
this is going to be a year of Io. He, he's going to have to fight for uh, minutes, and we actually have him in another section than we have down below, and, and players are going to have to spot uh, uh, fight for a spot in the rotation. But So that it really comes down to those three players for me, Javon Carter, Kobe White, Alex Caruso, right? And they all have their, their pluses and their minuses. Of course, when you look at Javon Carter, a defensive monster, he brings in also three-point shooting. He's been a consistent three-point shooter over his whole NBA career. That percentage has basically been the same whether he was playing with Giannis, without Giannis, on a different team. His three-point shooting has been fairly consistent. Now, one of the biggest downsides with Javon Carter, at least by what we've seen from him so far in his career, he's not the greatest facilitator, right? Not the, a bad facilitator, but he's never had career or even season um, assist totals that really pop out the stat sheet at you. Now, that is because he's played with very ball-dominant players his whole entire career, so they should there could be some of that there. But keep in mind, I, I think for his career, uh, uh, Javon Carter only averages uh, about 1.7 assists per game Last year being the second highest of his career with 2.4, he did have a season uh, in Milwaukee in 2021-22 where he averaged 2.5 assists per game, but has just never been a high assist guy. And I talked about on yesterday's episode and talking about the offense, how important having a facilitator could be for the play style that I want to see the Chicago Bulls play. Now we know that may not be the case. They may not play that play style, especially with Billy Donovan being the head coach. But I do think you have to look at that as probably one of the biggest maybe negatives uh, uh, on Javon Carter as far as being that starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls. He's just never been a huge facilitator. Now, keep in mind, Pat Bev, we look like a much better team with Pat Bev out there. I, I like to compare uh, Javon Carter and Pat Bev. And Pat Bev has never been a super high assist guy either, but he did average way more assists uh, than uh, than what uh, Javon Carter has done over his career. So, But you look at uh, Patrick Beverly with the Chicago Bulls last season, or overall last season, 2.9 assists that he averaged with the Chicago Bulls specifically, though he averaged 3.5 assists. So if Javon Carter can up that assist game a little bit more again, being a starting point guard, he could probably get to those similar numbers as a Pat Bev did in this system. So that could work out in his favor. Kobe White, we already know. Kobe White has improved as a two-way player. Defensively, his dribbling has improved as well. His weak side defense, his awareness is much better than what it's been at any other point in his career. And he has the scoring upside that neither, that neither one of the other guys in on this list have, right? We know that Kobe White can be an outright scorer. He can shoot the ball, right? And now a renewed ability to put the ball on the floor, get to the rim a little bit more. We've just seen Kobe White just refine his game considerably last season and that scoring coming on a lot for the second half of the season for Kobe White. And so a lot of Bulls fans, especially with the contract that he's gotten, are calling for Kobe White to get an opportunity to be that starting point guard. And I do think he's going to come in to training camp with the opportunity, right? Now, some of the some of the downsides on Kobe White as far as that goes is Kobe White just isn't a, a point guard to me, right? He's a he can play point guard, but Kobe White isn't isn't just a straightforward point. He's a, he's a guard that can come off the bench. He can change the pace, and I still do think that ultimately Kobe White's best opportunity on this team is being that six man because everything can go through him at that time. If you throw him in the starting lineup, the ball is going to be out of his hands a lot. Not to say that he can't learn to be an off ball scorer as well, but it's just I think that you take away some of the biggest positives from Kobe White, and I think, yeah, starting Kobe White with this lineup, it's a great and amazing 2K lineup, but when you look at the balance of a basketball game and team, you want you need some scoring punch off the bench, and Kobe White has the best opportunity to bring that as well. Now, again, I'm you guys know I'm not against fighting against my own argument at all. As a starter, only started two games last season for the Chicago Bulls. He averaged 16 points per game, seven assists, six rebounds. Again, 
Very small sample size, only two games in that. And then when you look at his post-All-Star game, right, even coming off the bench, that scoring drastically improved. He shot the ball 49% from the field after the All-Star break, 41% before. He shot the ball 41% from three-point range, taking more threes post-All-Star break than what he did before. Pre-All-Star break, he shot the ball 35% from three. He also averaged 5, 4.5 assists per game post-All-Star break. That's coming off the bench. So Kobe White was a drastically improved player in every facet of the game at post-All-Star break. And I think that, to me, I want to see Kobe White come off the bench, but hey, He's going to make a case. He's already said it. He wants to start. He's going to make his own case. And then Alice Caruso, right? Alice Caruso is the guy that it's, it's like a safety valve for head coach Billy Donovan. He feels confident in what, I, what Alice Caruso brings. Defensive nightmare, right? Alice Caruso, he's a terror on the defensive side for opposing teams. Those defensive metrics are, you, you cannot deny them. The Bulls also are a much better team when Alice Caruso is on the floor because he actually moves without the ball, right? He actually will cut. He'll follow up his shots, right? And that's why you saw him play power forward, which, you know, he's going to be on that in that conversation as well because Billy Donovan's the head coach. But so those are the three. And I think that, that that's going to be a fun position battle to watch and see how these players perform in the preseason to kind of see what the best lineups and rotation are. Now, next up is the power forward position. And you have P. Will, Torrey Craig, and Alice Caruso. Again, not that I want to see Alice Caruso play starting power forward. I don't want to see that at all. But I can't, I can't throw it outside the realm of possibility because it's the Billy Donovan coach team. So with that said, you know, P. Will, we already know. At least scored on player in isolation last season defensively. The Bulls' best three-point shooter as well last season. The 3 and D is legit when it comes to Patrick Williams, even though some Bulls fans will act like Patrick Williams hasn't done anything at the NBA level. He has improved, right? And so the biggest question with P. Will, though, is that you don't get a consistent output from P. Will. There are going to be some games, of course, where he takes players off the dribble, where he shoots the ball. There are going to be some games where, he, where he's more passive and he passes out. Really, it comes down to this should be Patrick Williams' position to lose, right? It should be his position, but his mindset, his mentality – it just, you can't necessarily bet on it, and I guess we'll see. Torrey Craig is the next one up. Consistently defensively, had his best three-point shooting um, last year as a volume three-point shooter as well. And when you look at why that may overlap and come over for the Chicago Bulls is the fact that he was he was kind of just a guy in the system last year, right? Yeah, they didn't use him as much in the playoffs, and I want to be fair in evaluating that. But when you look at Torrey Craig, you're going to get a consistent level of effort from Torrey Craig. He's used to playing with uh, being a role player with other big, high-volume, uh, ball-dominant players as well. Torrey Craig is going to make a case at being 6'7", 222 pounds, to be the starting power forward for the Chicago Bulls team. Now, I, I hope that P. Will does not lose this position. Let me be clear. I hope that P. Will plays and performs in a way in training camp, in preseason, that he is handedly the starting power forward for the Chicago Bulls next season. But you got to also look at Torrey Craig. And I think you cannot overlook just what it's like to have a veteran that, it, that you can bet on consistently. 39% shooting from three-point range last season. He's a 34% career three-point shooter, taking 2.6 per game. So, again, those are things that you can look at and, and, and say, as a starter last year, for, he, he started 60 games for the Phoenix Suns last year. And in those 60 games, eight points per game. He shot the ball 39% from three-point range, 43% overall from the field. He took three-and-a-half three-pointers per game as well as a starter. He also, as a starter, had 5.9 rebounds per game, 1.6 assists, right under a block per game, and right under a steal per game as well. Only one Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, 
Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc one turnover per game so while that scoring output is never going to be huge for tory craig right but he showed enough as a starter last season in not a similar system but in a similar role in which he's just going to be trusted to take those open shots that there could be a conversation made for there. And as far as Alice Caruso, like I said, he's on the list because Billy Donovan is our head coach. So, you know, we'll see that. Now, the next tier that I want to talk about is players that are going to be fighting for a spot in the rotation next year. We know Billy Donovan tends to like to go nine deep during the season, right? And our starting five, pretty much set. We kind of have the players there. The two that are out are going to be definitely on those bench. So we kind of know that the top seven that are going to be in the Bulls rotation next year. And so, for the, for the rest of those two, right, um, it's going to come down to a, a Dalen Terry, right? An Io DeSue move. They're going to be able to earn a role. The Julian Phillips, can they earn a role on this team? The uh, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic, Alice Caruso, Javon Carter, they're locked in, right? We know the Andre Drummonds, if I didn't say his name, we know that they're going to have a role on this team. Andre Drummond is even one that hopefully is going to play a little bit more consistently than what he played last season for the Bulls. But again, those other players are going to be fighting for a spot in the rotation if they can earn it. Iota Sumo has probably the leg up just because of what he's shown defensively over his career. But you cannot overlook that. They, this may be the year where Billy Donovan wants to see what Dalen Terry can bring, even if it is just defensively, right? Iota Sumo brings more offensively than Dalen Terry, but I think that it's not you, – you want to try to start refining and, and working in Dalen Terry. So – that And then as far as Julian Phillips, I think he's going to be G League bound. And Ernalot Bitham, as well as another player that I do think with his skill set, if he shows some things in training camp, he's probably going to play in the preseason. If they possibly can look at him and say, oh, no, he's ready for the game, I do think he can, they, that they're going to be fighting for spots in that rotation as well. Now, the next tier and the last tier of players on this list um, are going to be players that are Windy City Bulls bound. And that is Justin Lewis, Ernalot Bitham, Julian Phillips, Adama Sinago. They're going to go to the G League. Probably, maybe Carly Jones as well. You know, he if we guarantee his contract, he's guaranteed. So I don't know if they're going to be able to force him to go down there to the G League. But 
Our Windy City Bulls team is going to be another team that's exciting and fun to watch. The three players that we have on two-way contracts in Justin Lewis, Ernalot Bitsum, and Adama Sinago, I, I can't wait to see how they perform in the G League. Then you throw in Julian Phillips as well as a rookie. He's probably going to get a lot of assignments down there in the Windy City Bulls. So that's kind of the, 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 the camp battles that, I'm, that we're looking for and players that are going to be fighting for spots in that rotation if they can make it. Let me know what you guys think on that down below. All right, let's get into the next topic before we get into the mailbag, and that is just the possibility that the Bulls could move Lonzo Ball's contract. I was very vocal last season. Anytime somebody brought up, let's move Lonzo Ball, to say ain't nobody taking Lonzo Ball's contract. And while I do still think that that is going to be this, the same sentiment for the majority of this season, Lonzo Ball is an expiring contract next season. So I don't think that it's outside the realm of possibility if it's a huge deal that the Bulls maybe could move. Now, it would have to be parts of something else, and it would have to be a team that is just using it to match salary that may be tanking or not worrying about it, right? But I do think that with when you look at the rise of contracts in the NBA, the fact that a $20 million contract is, is only a few million above the mid-level exception, especially heading into next year, that there's a, a more of a possibility than ever. I'm still going to put it as a slim. I'll put it at a 20% chance that the Bulls are able, between this trade deadline and next offseason, that the Bulls are able to move Lonzo Ball's contract. But here's what I'll say. It's not at all. It doesn't look like as much of a long shot as what it looked like before. I still think it's pretty doubtful, but I do think that there's a chance that they could. So, you know, let me know what you guys think on that down below. Not really anything too in-depth there. I just, as you look forward at the Bulls and how they've kind of set up uh, and I've talked a lot about how the Bulls are set up to be buyers at the trade deadline if they choose to be. They'd have to be willing to kind of give up on some things. Lonzo Ball's contract could be a factor in that as well. Maybe not a huge factor, but it could be a factor. All right, let's go ahead and get into the mailbag for today. we got two voicemails for today. The first one is first-time caller. This one's from Big Rob. What's going on? This is Big Rob from the West Side of Chicago. Many blessings to you and everything that you're doing and um always watching your show so i'm a big fan of it and you know again many blessings to you my question to you would be when you see the layout of the roster and you see that we are more guard heavy in the rotation and i know minutes are going to be strict do you believe that not now but maybe during a trade deadline or even during the summer do you see trades happening that would make more sense and if so, who is the first person that's on the chopping block that's not named Damar or Zach that you can see probably being moved? Again, appreciate you taking this time to listen to this. Keep on doing what you're doing. Always going to be a big fan and a big supporter you know, of that. Many blessings. Thank you. First name to be traded outside of Damar or Zach. That's a great question. I think Alex Caruso is probably the next one up who's going to net you the most back. Um, I would assume it was definitely a threat to be moved as well. I, I think that, I think when you look at his deal and if he doesn't crack this rotation, that there could be a team that is interested in Io Sumu, and then we could see him moved. But those are the ones that I think. Like, yeah, you have the young players in Dalen Terry, Patrick Williams, uh, Julian Phillips like that who have easily movable deals. But I just don't think AK is going to be apt to, to move the young players right now. I think he's more so going to try to develop those players now. I think everything that we're seeing that this Bulls team is going to be really keen on development, which may also remove Io DeSumo from being on that list. So I'll say Alex Caruso, and I'll say that because if Io DeSumo does get back to being that, that defensive beast that he was and flashing a little bit of that offensive potential, it could. I'm not saying that I want to see Alex Caruso go because I don't, but it could in the right deal depending on what the Bulls are getting back. If they're getting back something that they feel absolutely puts them at that next tier in the Eastern Conference, 
Maybe Alice Caruso is that next name that gets called up. Hey, you guys let me know what you think on that one down below. I'm off my rocker, but I think it would be Alice Caruso. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Kelder, the casual. Hey, man, this is Kelder, the not casual. I hear that, not casual. And look, man, you've almost got me uh, like convinced on the Bulls, okay? I really, really always did like Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. I'm very happy they're on the Bulls. Um, Kobe White, he, I didn't like him since in high school even because he's from my area, and I don't know why I didn't like him, but he played against you know my school that I was uh, working at and dominated, so I didn't like him. And then he went to Carolina, which is an evil school compared to the much superior Duke. Um, I, but he's winning me over. Um, Al or Io love Caruso. Uh, Drummond's a really fun guy to watch. The problem is this. Um, I don't like the top three. Uh, I I you know this about me, but I don't like Zach Levine. It's not even rational anymore. But I would be happy with some uh, Gatorade cooler. Traded for him, not the white Gatorade. That's what's gross. But any other kind of Gatorade, I would take for Zach Levine. Uh, never really been the Demar Derozan guy. I think he, I really do think he's overrated. And uh, I think Vucevic or Bucci uh, compromises too much of what you're going to want to do um, on your defense and offense because just he's so slow. Um, but that's it for me. Um, I I think they did a good job. He still can't draft for crap, and damn, there is not going to be any good ever. But um. You kind of get me. But what do you think about the core? Do you think this top three, are they there just to stay respectable or are they there to actually, you know, try to do something? Uh, I look forward to hearing you. i um, doing my research so I can be called Kelder the Casual Killer. Bye. All right, first of all, let me just say Kelder's becoming, Brian's becoming one of my favorite callers. So I, I throw him some fun. But as far as not liking the Bulls core three, here's what I'll say. I like the Bulls core three individually. I like them as people. Um... I don't like how Billy Donovan uses them necessarily. I think Vooch, I, I know that you are a doubtful on Zach, but when you have a player that, that can be top 10 in the league in scoring, that, that's, that's a piece that most good teams and franchises can build around, right? And I don't mean build around as far as like him being the number one guy if we ever get to a championship level, but I mean build around as far as like that adds versatility in how you can flesh out your roster. And so that, and then Vooch, you can say all you want about Vooch being slow, whatever. It does not stop him from being top 10 at every statistical category for his position, even defensively. That's it. So when you have a player that can be and, and get you a double-double every single night and he's on a reasonable deal, no, nah, I, I, I look at the lack of, of creative utilization of this core three. Now, DeMar is the one that I've always been consistent on. If I'm going to move one, it would be DeMar because of the age, because of the the expiring contract part of it. But I even think then, if you support this this big, this big core three, because it's not a big three, this core three a little bit better with better roster construction, this could be a team that does go to the first or second round, right? But we have to do that and develop the younger players on top of that. So here's what I'll say. I don't, I don't hate the core three like you do. I don't, I don't love them and think like this is the, these are the three players that there's going to get us to the mountaintop. I don't think that either. It's somewhere in between on that is what I personally feel. And I think we're going to be in for a fun season. I think that we've improved enough in the margins that hopefully it better supports this, the, the core three, and we'll end up seeing how it pays off. It's really up to Billy Donovan as well. He has a lot to do as a head coach, a lot more than what he's done so far, if this if he's going to make this core successful. That's my opinion. You guys can let me know what you think down below. But that's it. That's my time for today. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod is email.com. Lastly, we'll leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag. The number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are 
the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.